Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. The upcoming week will be full of U.S. economic releases, with the highlight being Thursday's inflation report. While over in the U.K., the spotlight will fall on the jobs data and GDP print for August. I'm Maria Pasharvides, and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Marios Hajigiriakos. So Marios, let's begin over in the States, where Fed officials have made it clear that they are determined to slash inflation. The minutes of the latest FOMC meeting are due out on Wednesday, ahead of the inflation report on Thursday. Then on Friday, we'll get retail sales for September. What are we expecting from all this data, and how is it likely to impact the dollar? Hello, Maria. Well, it's certainly going to be a big inflation report. So economic data has started to matter once again. So the markets are reacting to even small pieces of economic data. So uh, the most important piece, obviously, is the inflation report. So we will almost certainly see some, uh, some market moves around that. Now, what are we expecting? Well, the markets in the last few uh, sessions have been I've started to flirt uh, once again with this idea that the Fed might pause its rate hike cycle because the economy is not doing this well. And we've seen this reflected in in multiple um, sort of in in where the market expects interest rates to peak. That has been that has come down a little bit. Inflation expectations have declined quite substantially. And while it's true that we've seen some pieces of economic data leading indicators like housing data, business surveys, yes, those point to a, to a softer economy, but the weakness hasn't really been reflected in the official data yet, in the hard data, as we call them. So the labor market is still quite tight. We've seen um, the number of people seeking, filing for unemployment benefits going down in recent months. So the labor market is doing well. Inflation is still running at around four times the Fed's target. And we've seen some signs that the third quarter was actually uh, decent in terms of economic growth. So we haven't really seen the impact of the rate increases yet. Therefore, the Fed can't can't even begin to, to, to think about a pivot or a pause because the first moment that they sort of signal to the markets that, yeah, we are thinking about uh, taking a pause on interest rates, then bond yields are going to come down, the stock market is going to go up, and that is going to make their whole job of fighting inflation even harder, right? So they have to to keep at it, like uh, Powell said recently. And of course, how quickly inflation comes down will be the main variable uh, around how how, uh, quickly they can pause. It's not going to be in the next few months, but you know whether it is later this year or early next year, that's really going to depend on inflation data. And uh, the upcoming inflation report is expected to be a little bit mixed. So the headline inflation rate is expected to, to cool down a little bit. Uh, it's expected to, to go down from 8.3% to 8.1%. That will most likely reflect the, the declines we've seen in gasoline prices, in used car prices, in uh, even in shipping fees for containers. So all of those, all of the drivers of inflation over the last uh, year have started to, uh, to fade a little bit, but the core rate is expected to have increased 
from 6.3% to 6.5%. Now that's bad news. And the reason most probably for that, Maria, is rents. So rents account for around one third of the entire CPI. And the rents tend to reflect what house prices have done, but with a lag of several quarters. So even though we've seen house prices uh, cool down a little bit lately, rents are still playing catch up with the huge rally in house prices over the last uh, couple of years. So that is the stickier part of the sea of inflation, and that is likely to keep inflation elevated for some time. Now, what does all of this mean for the dollar? In a nutshell, I still think that we are far from a trend reversal. The outlook for the dollar remains positive, and even if we even if inflation cools a little bit, it would still be far above the Fed's target. So the Fed can't really signal a pause. Uh, and looking around the world, if you compare the dollar to other currencies, so for example, Europe is headed for a deep recession, according to business surveys, because of the energy crisis. The British pound has been decimated by, by responsible politics, really. And the Bank of Japan has left the yen for debt. So as long as this is the case, as long as there is no rival to the dollar, it's really difficult to envision any trend reversal. Now, moving over to the UK, the government ended up dialing back some of its plans to cut taxes for the upper class, which, together with intervention by the Bank of England, helped the pound and bond markets stabilize a bit. What's the forecast for the pound, taking into consideration the UK's twin deficits? Again, in short, the outlook for the pound is still negative. So yes, the Bank of England stepped in, um, the government dialed back its plans a little bit, and that helped to restore some calm, but the UK still has um, huge and ballooning twin deficits. You know, what does that mean? When you run uh, massive deficits, that essentially means you, you rely on funding from abroad to finance those deficits. And that funding becomes harder to come by uh, if there's panic in global markets, essentially. So that's why we've seen the pound really trade in lockstep with stock market lately. The correlation between cable and the S&P 500 is running at almost 90% over the last month. So, that essentially means that the pound is going to move alongside stock markets. Now, what's the outlook for the stock market? I think it's still negative. So valuations are still way too expensive for this level of interest rates. Quantitative tightening from the Fed is running at double speed lately, and the economic data policy is weakening very quickly, especially in Europe and China. So all things considered, it's, it's relatively difficult to be. Uh, the outlook for the pound remains uh, quite gloomy. Marius, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.